Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. We all set? We're all set. You got a new hairdo, Maya? I got those, um, those curly things. I keep buying stuff they advertise on Instagram for beauty products. So you see those uh. ones where they clip? And you roll them around and you put them on your head, like 60 style. All right. So I've been doing that. I've got a lot of time on my hands right now. So are you one of them? We uh, all do. Are you an infomercial person? No, but I'm an Instagram ad person. So I bought like three or four beauty products off Instagram. It's just mostly hair stuff. Uh, they got you with the advertisements. Well, where else they, they got me advertise a couple me? times? Yeah. They got me a couple times. Yeah. Like, uh, I bought like a hoodie and um, I bought a beat that I use for my flyers. I bought um, there was something else I bought too. I was just like, all right. I want, uh, like, are the closing, because I know they go through those, like, those third party, you know what I mean, distribution. So I'm always leery on the hood because I've seen clothes and I'm like, I want that, mm-hmm. but I don't trust the supplier. The hoodie didn't take that long. It just didn't fit right at all. That's what, That's what I'm saying. I like, like, I don't like buying clothes nah. that I didn't try on. Yeah. And so I gave it to Sincere, but um, and then the beat was dope. And then I ordered something offline that I saw on a on a IG ad. It took forever to come. I forgot I ordered it. I was like, man, you know. So they, they damn sure in Amazon Prime on the delivery. Yeah, I just but, be Larry. Uh, Cause I'd be like, and the only thing I ever want is clothes or shoes. And I'd be like, I got to try them on if they don't feel yeah. right. Even with shoes, like people be like, oh, I'm just going to grab some shoes, but they might not look right on your feet or with mm-hmm. your frame. Like it just, mm-hmm. I've seen shoes I thought was so dope. And then I put them on and I was like, these look terrible on me. Yep. That happens to be all the time. I'd be like, nah, man, I got to try it on. I got to see it in action. Yeah. Some shoes even look better on my feet than off. No, like, all right. <laughs> when they on the shelf, it just be like, nah. Yeah. Um, but we back, y'all. Another episode of Daddy Issues. Um, we still dads out here. Mm-hmm. Uh Serene was like, yo, dad, man, want some French toast. And so I made vegan French toast for the first time uh, ever. Because I was like, uh, I don't know. I just been avoiding it because I love French toast so much. And I was just like, man, I don't know. And since he uh, put the pressure on, he was like, yo, man, make some French toast. I was like, all right, don't don't get your hopes up because I don't know how it's going to turn out. Yeah. And so I made it and it turned out good. Yeah. It turned out really good. Was Midnight it almost. It was, I won't say as good, but it was good. It was like, yeah. I could get with this. Like, it'll, you know what I'm saying? Because like, I'm, so, I'm so used to... Uh, one thing I like about French toast, I like the the eggy taste to it. Um, and so the egg, the egg, I, I missed a little bit, but it was good though, and it got my confidence back. I was like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Because all these dietary changes I've made, it ruined my confidence in the kitchen. And then <laughs> I gotta 
cut back on the sodium and all that. It's just like, man, I just can't go in there and do what I used to do. And uh, my confidence be trash. But that French toast make, I was like, all right, I'm back in here. And it shut him down, shut Sincere down. He went to sleep immediately. I was like, yeah, I still got it. He put too much syrup on it, though, because it was maple. Maple, you don't need as much syrup. Nah. And it's and it's, it's more loose, so he just went buck wild. He's like, I'll put too much syrup. I was like, I saw that. Brick killed the guy. I, uh, I always put a little bit anyway, no matter what I do. Mm-hmm. I do I do pour by pour, like per bite. I don't like too much syrup. Yeah, because once you get too much, there's no going back. Yeah, and if, if you don't get to the part you chose to eat fast enough, it's just soggy mm-hmm. and messy. Yeah. And it's like, so you got to, whether it's pancakes, waffles, french, you got to scarf it down if you don't pour the right amount. Mm-hmm. And I've been wanting these uh, mini pancakes lately that I've seen on Instagram. Um, <laughs> Instagram got you again. It got me again, man. Uh, Shoe Game Shannon had posted it, and I was like, yo, that looks amazing. And then they made it the next day. So I seen their, their version of it, which was better than the original video. I was like, man, I want in on this. Uh, so, yeah, so the pressure was on for that French toast because Serena was on me. He was like, yo, dad, man, make the French toast. I was like, all right. And then Midnight tried to ruin the whole thing because he chewed into the bread bag. He chewed into the bag, chewed on like three pieces of the bread. I was like, these cats are horrible. These are the worst cats I've ever had, man. The worst That's I've awful. ever had. Just trash, dog. And it's just every day is something. And it's like when we set traps, he finds a way to do something else. Like, oh, I can't get up on the table. All right, I'm going to mess this up down here. It's always just something. I'm just like, bro. Never. And then my mom tried to say, well, Kiki was that bad. No, she wasn't. No, she was not, man. Kiki didn't like other cats, but that's fine with me. Don't like other cats. Like when we took her to my mom's house, she wasn't having none of them other cats. She was like, get these bitches away from me. (laughs) And I was like, that's not bad to me. That's just antisocial. Yeah. But these right here. Oh, God damn, man. I'm hanging on by a thread. I'm hanging on by a thread, though. How the boys do? <laughs> I'm just watching you reflect. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sick of it. Y'all can't, if y'all not watching uh, the YouTube, y'all can't see him. He's just staring off into the abyss. Into <laughs> the distance, just thinking about getting rid of them cats. Man, bro. <laughs> he didn't play 32 scenarios in his head. Different ways it's to just, get rid of them. They making my life worse. Yeah, French toast. French toast must have been a, a thing. It must be something in the air because we had French toast this weekend. Mm, I remember you telling me your mom was making some. Yeah, I was yeah. like, because I don't make it. That's one of the things I don't do. Is uh, I'm mm-hmm. more of a food guy anyway. When it comes to desserts or even sweets, I just started making waffles because we had the waffle maker. Yeah, but bre- uh, when it comes to anything like that, I don't do. So French toast, I don't do. So I haven't had it honestly in like probably like years. Mm-hmm. And then my mom, we went down to my mom's for the weekend, just Saturday, Sunday, so she could see the boys and we could hang out, whatever. And not thinking that next weekend's Mother's Day, so I got to go back this weekend. Is uh, it next weekend? It's Sunday. I never know when Mother's Day is. Yeah. It's always the second Sunday in May? I don't know. I just saw commercials. 
on Instagram. Mm. And uh, so we yeah we went down there. So you know it's funny how moms are always moms. Mm-hmm. Like so we went down there and she was like, "What y'all got any food requests?" And I I you know I don't be saying nothing, but Cotty was like, "Well I could use some." Fried chicken and mac and cheese. And she made like the whole order. And my mom went in there, went to the store and made it. So she made the whole soul food thing. And then the next morning she made the French toast. So I was like, hey, since we here, Man. went in Rome. And what kind was, of bread does she use? She uses the uh, Texas toast. Yeah, that's that's what I use. Yeah. And so, uh, and it was fire too. I was like, God, this is good. Because it's been so long. Yeah. And then uh, then we went to my auntie's. My auntie lived around the corner. So we went to her house and uh, she was barbecuing. So I was like, well, I'm here. <laughs> you know, I was just eating all, all weekend. But it was good mm-hmm. for the kids because they ain't seen nobody pretty much but us. Right. Uh, other than they, Keelan, um, you know, every Friday, his class, they do a virtual class. Mm-hmm. And uh, he'd be so excited, like. He's like, oh, I'm going to see my friends. I'm going to see It's like, he run. It's amazing how kids can never find nothing, right? When you tell them, mm-hmm. they come and do, where's my Spider-Man? I don't know. Go find it. They never could find nothing. The teacher broke out uh, the Hungry Caterpillar book. Yeah. He's like, oh, dad, dad, we had that book. He, he was like, I need the book. I need the book. So I went upstairs and I looked real quick, but I didn't really look for it. I was like, I can't find it. I just hear him fly up the stairs. He, it's right here, dad. I was like, that's amazing. Now you found that book when you really wanted to show your little friend, but every time I tell you to go find something, you I don't know where it is. I can't find it. <laughs> he he ruffled through. He was moving stuff like he knew exactly where it was. And I was like, how you know that? But you don't never know where nothing else is when I need mm-hmm. it or when you. But he was excited. He'd be super pumped about it. So he's like, my friends, and they were showing each other's toys. And he Facetime his cousins. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. you know that's over there. So when we went down this weekend. He got to see my mom. You know, uh, he played with uh, his cousin and stuff like in person, and they like they had fun. Like, yeah. They was like, we sick of y'all. Like we want to be around kids our age, see other people. Mm-hmm. So they they needed it, and for me, I was just eating. So it was a good weekend with everybody. Everybody won. Fun. Yeah, everybody won. I, we ate, hung out, and it was cool. So we're gonna go back down there next weekend. She, my mom, only live an hour away, so right. We we gonna go down there again this weekend and. Uh, Eat. It's Mother's Day though, so I gotta cook. So what you cooking? I, like, I asked them what they wanted. I asked my mom. I asked Cody. They don't really. They don't be making fusses. They don't really care. Mm-hmm. And they. So I was like, "What's something I don't? We ain't had in a while. So I'm gonna make smothered chicken. Uh, but like, but like a big. When I cook for us, you know, so ain't before of us in the house. So I yeah. never get to cook like big, big. So I'm about to make like a big old pot of smothered chicken. The rice, the vegetables, you know what I mean? The whole shebang. Because last, the last couple of years, I, I barbecued for my mom because that's what she wanted. But I'm going to try something different this time. She don't like going out. She's never, even though we can't go out to restaurants, she's never like that. She's never like yeah. the whole... Oh, Mother's Day is a traffic jam. Yeah, she don't, she don't like that. The only thing she ever wants on Mother's Day, she'd be like, come to church with me. And even in the last couple of years, she ain't even been tripping off that. And then she'll be like, make me, you know, make me something. Let me see my grandkids. That She don't really be, mm-hmm. she don't care. She be chilling, which is cool for me. I'd be like, great. Yes. Yeah, I don't like doing stuff anyway, but I'm like that too. I don't really like, I'd be like, eh, whatever. 
Right. We just like hanging out. Like my family just likes hanging out. It ain't really got to be a big deal on the. If it's food and people, we good. Yeah. We don't really food. need too much. But uh, as far as the, the boys, they've been Keelan has been hilarious. Just his new thing is uh, a. That, that's. Uh. <laughs> That's his new thing. He's DJ now. So like we'd be like, uh, you know, go, go wash your hands, wash up for dinner. He'd be like, what we having? I'd be like, oh, we having hot hamburgers. He'd be like, oh, hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> Where he get that from? I think he just heard me doing it. Mm-hmm. And then now he do it. And his other thing is, uh, his other thing is booyah. I don't know where he got that from. But like everything he do, he put some down. He'd be like, oh yeah. I'd be like, why? That's not even <laughs> out right now. That's, that used to be hot back in the day, but why is that your right. thing? And, and air quotes. That's his newest thing, air quotes. But he don't use them right. So I'd be like, what you want for dinner? What you want for lunch? He'd be like, I think I want nuggets. <laughs> and I'd be like, are you saying you do want nuggets or you don't want nuggets? Like, I don't know what that is. And then uh, Kendrick, he... Uh, my mom was like, is he potty trained yet? Have y'all started? And we was like, no, he's ready. You know, he could do it. We just ain't been doing it. So before he took his bath last night, we was like, man, sit on the toilet. He peed. And then this morning, I saw him. He had a, uh, I saw him doing his move when he got to take a dump. I was like, come yeah. sit on the toilet real quick. He took a dump in the toilet. Like I was like, you, you, this is going to be easy work for you. Because mm-hmm. he, he literally just does everything Keelan does. I'm telling you, man, the sibling, the siblingness helps a lot on the parent tip, man. Especially when they're close in age. Yeah. Cause they just be right there peeping game. They be like, oh, that's what's going on. You watching Keelan taking a dump. He's like, yeah, I want to take a dump in his mind, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> See it firsthand with somebody small like you, it hit different. You just be like, Yeah, hey, I'm gonna do that. And then so when you give him the opportunity, he's like, I got the product. <laughs> Just, just sit me on the toilet, coach. Because I didn't think he was going to do it. I put him down because I was like, you got to poop? He was like, no. I was like, just come sit down real quick. I gave him his little iPad. And then uh, I went to finish Keelan his little homework. And I came back. I was actually going to put him on the, because we got the little uh, things you put on the toilet. Mm-hmm. And I was going to put him just in the little tiny potty that we also have. And when I lifted him up, I seen the, the you know, the dispensers, uh, <laughs> the disposals in the, in the toilet. I was like, oh, you already went? And he was like, yeah. I was like, all right, cool. Done. That was that was easy. So we just got to put him on there. He'll go. Ain't no fuss. Ain't no. I was telling my mom because Cotty was like, "Oh, he's not." I was like, "No, it's been us. We ain't been trying. Like as soon as we mm-hmm. tried, he gonna do it." And he right. He did it. I remember Serene used to play me. Man, he used to he used to always take a dump when I was eating every time. He would just wait <laughs> for me to be like, "Oh, Dad's eating." He would disappear. And then he'd be like, I hear him from the bathroom, I'm done. And I'm like, man, come on, man. I mean, I'm eating, man. I don't want to wipe butts mid-meal. He would just, every time, I'm done. I'd be like, man, bro. I'd be sitting there, plate right there. <laughs> every time. It was like he waited for me, man. He was like, dad eating. Let me go ahead and take this dump. I feel like they always want something when we hungry. Every time I need to eat, they want everything. Daddy, I need you to, can you find this? Can you do I'm like, just let me get a meal in. Nah, man. You didn't want nothing when I was sitting on the couch <laughs> scrolling on my phone. You wanted nothing. As soon as nah. I got stuff to do, you want attention in. I'm done. <laughs> that haunts me to this day. Like, as soon as I got that plate. <laughs> man, Sabrina been cooking, man. She been cooking it up. 
I was like, man. I, and I always, I don't know what it is. I always have to get seconds, man. No matter what. She she can load that first plate down. I have in my mindset, I got to go back in. I've been trying you know, to stop doing that. Man. That's so, my uh, MO, man. Yeah. I got to go back no matter what. What I've been doing lately, and that's probably how I dropped all the weight, is when I want that second plate, I'll just drink like two big glasses of water. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, I ain't hungry. It just tasted so good. I wanted, I wanted more, but I didn't. I, didn't I want to keep it. the party going, man. Yeah, so I'll just drink there fluids and then be like, all right, I'm good. There was no reason for me to go back in there yesterday. She made like, she made uh, the egg joint. I had four tortillas, beans, and potatoes. She brought that in. I was like. Murdered it. I was eating fast because I was doing the movie night on my live in like in like twenty minutes. So I was eating fast. I'll go back in there and make two more. I'll put two more tortillas on the skillet and make two more for the road. I was like, there was no point. There was no she loaded that plate down on the first run. I was just like, with the seconds. It'd be good. You'd be like, ah, it just tastes so good. I've been forcing myself to stop. Yeah, I, I'm a I'm gonna work on that. That's something I'm gonna work on during this quarantine. No seconds. Yeah, I first do. time's a charm. And I, I gotta I gotta switch up my my cheat days. I just been I've been doing it wrong and acting up. So like this week, I gotta plan around stuff I know about to happen. So like mm-hmm. I know I'm going to my mom's this weekend. So normally I cheat every about to be. yeah. I normally I cheat every three days. I'm just not going to eat healthy all week. And then the weekend, I already know I'm going to act mm-hmm. up anyway. So forget it. I'll yeah, just do it then. When, when you know it's coming, man, you just got to prepare. Yeah, I just I just be like, all right, I'll just hold out. I'll just add mm-hmm. on two extra days of the health and filth up. Because like, we made brownies this weekend, too. We was just doing the most. Food is good, man. I wish I didn't love it. Food is the best <sighs> thing on earth. It's that broke back mountain line for me, man. I wish I knew how to quit you. That's me <laughs> never, with food, I, man. I never saw that movie. I never saw it all the way through. I always seen pieces. But that that scene right there, I was just like, I can make a lot of jokes out of this because food. He was so frustrated. He was like, I wish I knew how to quit you. <laughs> I was like, that's me with everything, bro. Uh, uh, I Because I, I was going to go see it. When it was getting all the reviews and stuff. And yeah. I, I, never, I had no idea what it was. I was like, what is it about? And then I started seeing the mm-hmm. jokes. So I was like, I'm not going to see this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <man>. I'm good. <laughs> Cats fell in love, man. Were they were they gay at first? or? I, I don't know. Because uh, they, were, they were like working together. It was just them two isolated doing rancher type shit. And then uh, so it was just them two. And then uh, it was kind of like it hit them by surprise because they both had wives. So it was just like, you know, and Heath Ledger's character was more of a, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Enclosed type of like, no, man, he was resisting everything. And Jake Gyllenhaal's character was more of a, this is who I am. You know, he was more that that person. So that's why he was just so frustrated. It's just like, you know, <laughs> why should I be holding on to you? 
And then just come whenever you need me, whenever you decide to. He was just like, uh, uh. <laughs> I don't know, you know. That's the dynamic I got from that, you know, the, the fragments that I've seen. Yeah, and uh, seen and people zero. was mad at, that Crash won the best picture over Brokeback Crash Mountain. Crash is amazing. Crash was good. I don't remember it. I saw it once in theater. I haven't seen it since then. But it was good when I, I saw it. Crash. I like that. I, like I, I, I got it in there too. Yeah, I like how they went from different storylines and they all tied in together and like yeah. you know, all the different characters, the different type of races, uh, the different man. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was dope. I thought it was dope too when I saw it. Oh, it was super dope. Maya, what's going on, man? Crash was not very good. It was you say who? A, Crash was not a good movie. But Maya, your Maya, taste in yeah. movies no, is trash. No, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. It, right. it was supposed to be good. Right. It was play right. by numbers good movie. Right. We, we we don't trust your movie yeah. reviews at all. I don't offer you movie ain't... reviews, but I'll tell you, Crash was bad. How was it bad? It wasn't. It wasn't inspired. It was just sort of like, oh, if we do something black, it'll win the Oscar. But it wasn't like good. It was just like, oh, let's give them something. And I was like, oh, Wait, if we do what? something black, we'll yeah. win the Oscar. That's not, a, that's yes, not a I've trend. seen Crash. I've seen Crash, but it was just sort of like it was their turn. And it wasn't like, oh, that was even the best movie. Crash that, wasn't a black movie, though. It, it was. It's all right. It's it was not a good movie. And I said, Sid used all these cliches instead of using any sort of truth. I, I was not impressed by Crash. I'm going to watch it again to see what you're talking about. But I have heard a lot of backlash towards Crash since it came out. And, and, and movies, movies that win Best Picture, that always happens like uh, year after year. Like Shakespeare in Love beat Saving Private Ryan that year. And it was just like, what? And it's like, there's always like a movie that won and everybody else is like, and then you go like Shawshank Redemption lost to something that nobody remembers, but everybody Shawshank. remembers Shawshank Redemption. Everybody knows you know? Shawshank. Yeah. You're right. So it's like, you, you always have that. But Crash, I, I, when I saw it, I was like, yo, this movie is dope. dope, man. Yeah. But Maya's taste in, in movies is just suspect to me. I like things that I consider to be good. It's not always what you everybody like considers weird to be stuff. I like art. You and Tony like weird stuff. Yeah. Y'all be I, like, oh, this this was amazing. Then I watch it like, this shit is weird. <laughs> they do that to me every time, Kia. They will pump a movie up. You got to check this out, Tony. I'll be like, no. Hey, different strokes for different folks. That's why critics never agree. You got a critic from on Rotten Tomatoes. Half of them will say it's great. Half of them will say it's terrible. Rotten Tomatoes is trash. I don't trust Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. All Rotten Tomatoes is is an accumulation of critical reviews from everywhere. And then they just do that. So it's not really like a a thing to trust. It's just all the critics, they just, they pull every review from every newspaper, every internet critic, and then they just bring them together. And then that's how they do Rotten Tomatoes. So that's all it is. Well, I kind of want to go go back... I kind of want to go back to what you guys were talking about when we talked about last week with the potty training. Because we got some really good comments in the comment section, and they were t- talking about elimination training. Some ladies tried it, and they said it was it was really good. Some people said they don't want to try it. But um, since you guys were talking about potty training your children, I figure let's bring it back to the potty training. 
Um, so it is different across the world. We were talking about last week that in a lot of places in undeveloped countries, as they call it, there's no diapers. Diapers mm-hmm. are expensive. Have you seen yeah. how much diapers cost now? Yes, of course I've seen it. I'm living it. Expensive. I don't remember the price. How much are they, Kia? If you get a big, like a big industrial size box from Costco, it's like $35. How many you get in there? Like 180, I think. 121, I don't know. Something like that's that. That's not bad, something man. Like that. No, that's not bad. Something How bad. long do they last you? It depends, because some days he be going a lot, some days he don't. But then once you start transitioning to the what he's doing now, they last forever because they're not going in there. Mm-hmm. I remember when Keelan, when we first started potty training him, he was just wearing the same diaper like all day. And then he went to the pull-ups, and then he went to the underwear. And so it was just like one. Like he wasn't spending a lot because um, one would last all day because he wasn't going on himself. And we really was only buying him because I didn't trust him not to because t- his communication was trash. So with Kendrick, he'd been talking since forever. So he can, when we start really doing this, he can tell me I got to go. He already asked to go, even though he ain't got to because he's copying Keelan. But he's going to be a lot easier because I'd be like, yo, you got to go. He can tell me. Keelan, he wasn't saying nothing. Keeping it close to the close yeah. to the vest. But that's not a bad price. Thirty-something dollars for over 100 diapers? That's it's not like bad. It wasn't, it wasn't terrible. It, it lasts for a while. We still on the same pack. Yeah, probably a month or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's quality price right there. Yeah. Well, some interesting stats that uh, I had looked up. So the Digo community in Kenya, they start potty training around four or five months and they use that elimination, uh, elimination communication where the baby kind of fusses and then you say, oh, he probably has to pee. So they hold it over, hold it um, between their legs. The mother holds it between their legs, the baby facing outwards and they say, shoos, like shoos. I'm sure someone in the comment section will be able to describe it better, that sound. Mm-hmm. And then the baby's like, oh, okay, time for me to pee or poo. And then they pee or poo starting at four or five months. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, That's close to the scene of the crime, though, for the mom. <laughs> in between the legs, I'm like, I'm going to be like... <laughs> it's a little baby the poo. Over the, I'm holding the kid over the mountaintop. I don't want no poop no. On, on my person. Well, then know? they're going to have to I, poop more because they're being held over a mountaintop. They're that's how you get it out. Fear. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, yo, your life is on the line. Oh, and then you peeing, pooping, all that. I went, I went undefeated on the two kids, and I went undefeated on getting peed or pooped on. Oh, wow. I went undefeated. I got peed on twice. Two um, kids. I would see it. I would see it coming and I would either I would put the thing up real quick or now I've had to clean the disgusting up the back poop. Oh, yeah. Just, the up the back is uh, it's the rite of passage. You just want to you just want to throw them away. Like, you want to throw the whole, whole baby just, body covered in this weird liquid poop. You want to throw the whole you want to shot put the whole child uh, when it's the, up the back. Especially if you get up the back in public. Oh, forget oh, it. God. Ugh. I get it. But I went undefeated. They never got me. They got caught a few times. Yeah, they got me like twice. I think it was Serene both times. 
Cecilia might have got me one time. I just remember two times. Oh! It was just, it was, it was funny though, man. Just came out like. Do you have to change clothes? To, you have extra clothes nah, if this happens in public or you just go around like that? Do you have a. Oh, a, me getting peed on? You have an extra shirt for for dads? No, nah, he got me. It was shirt. more like, it was more like in the hand region. So it wasn't like yeah. my outfit. It was just a quick, you know, it wasn't like a full pee on and I'm drenched. Smelling like kid piss. It's funny. It's funny too when they would have little little woods. Like you take the diaper uh, off and they just be. <laughs> I didn't even know. I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't know that. And then one day I was changing Keelan's diaper. I was like, "Why is he? At? Well, he's full on, <laughs> full on wood." And I was like, "Wow!" You I, didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know babies did that. <laughs> I had no yeah. idea. And then now that he's older, he's four. They still funny. Because like if he got it, if I wake him in the middle of the night, I hear him like because he won't get up to pee. Like he be you just hear him like uh, uh, like in his sleep. So I'll yeah. go in there and get him out and be like, "Come on, bro, you oh. got to pee." And then I, I you know, he be so delirious because I tried to let him do it by himself one time. He was so mm. delirious he was standing in front of the toilet, but he didn't never took his pants down. He just started peeing, <laughs> and I was like, "You never took your pants down, bro." And he was like, after he like came out of, he's like, "Oh." <laughs> So now I put him I put him in there, I pull his pants down, but he'd be full wood, middle of the night. I'd be mm-hmm. like, come on, man. Woody Harrelson, man. Yeah, I don't want to see this. Woody Harrelson out here. But he don't pee the bed. He'll, he'll get up. He don't pee the bed. He'll have That's a tree, good. he'll fuss, he'll hold it. He won't pee the bed. But he'd be out That's of good. it. So I, I got to go get him because he is delirious. Mm-hmm. That's so, sleep, man. People be told behind sleep. Yeah. But he don't pee the bed, so that's... That's good. It's one thing I don't have to worry about. He's not a bedwetter. And how old is your youngest right now? You started potty training two. him? He's two, so that's about that's about right. Well, in the U.S. in 1947, kids were potty trained by 18 months. So that was the average age to potty train him. In 1980, when Tony, when you were probably getting potty trained, it was up to 25 to 27 months. That's because people was working. So people was working. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's a seven-month difference. 1980, I should have been potty trained by then because I was born in 77. So I should have been done by 80. Well, uh, now it's up to 36. Come on, man. Right. What, what, why do we keep popping the numbers up, man? Let's go back to the original up. blueprint. They keep adding on. Now it's going to be five years old. It's going to be seven. Cotty used to, uh, when she used to babysit, she was watching a five-year-old who was not potty trained. And when I tell you, I was so angry. Like, at like, why is your kid? This girl's, she's grown, and she would sit there and just shit her pants. At five. Why? Five years why old. Didn't they do that? You can you can work know. at Walmart at five. Uh, you, you should can, be potty trained. I never understood why. I, like, I was like, did Cotty? I was so mad for her. I was like, what? Did you talk to the mom? Did you like? I didn't yeah. understand why this child, this this mini adult, is is pooping her pants at five. She's picking out her own outfits, making her own food, but she can't go to the bath. That doesn't make any sense. And you're comfortable in this? Like Keelan doesn't even like swimming like that because he hates being wet. Mm-hmm. So you know how you swim. Like if he if he jumps in the water, he wants to take his shorts off immediately. Like when he's done, because he doesn't like being wet. Even though that's just I'm like, yo, bro, you just got out the pool. It's not a big deal. He'd be like, no, I want to put on my clothes. And this girl, five, pooping and just be like, I'm I'm comfortable with this. I'm comfortable with this turd sitting on this turd. 
She had diapers on though, right? Yeah. Okay. Diapers at five. I didn't know they make them that big. Like, why, did Kylie why? ever get the answer from the mom? I don't know. She used to. Never mind. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna because I don't want to make it seem like they bad parents. It was more of a class thing than a race thing. But the people she used to watch kids for, they had money, and they didn't really mm-hmm. raise their kids. Right. So they they just the it was just it was all most of the kids she watched was they was trash. Cause these parents, like the moms, would be like, right, "We just need a, a nanny because I'm overwhelmed. I'm just overwhelmed." It'd be one kid, and basically, she needed to go to her spin class. So we need somebody to watch this kid. So I go to my spin class. Like it was shit like that. Like they were just mm-hmm. trash parents. I'm privileged, and I don't have time for this. I got spin classes, and I need to go get my coffee. And I just can you just raise my kid? And it's like this is just trash. Dad's always working. Mom don't want to do nothing. And they just, this kid is just like, they're just trash. They never potty trained the girl. That's so Mine, sad. It's, it's just trash. The boy she used to watch, these little two white kids, they, they was <laughs> trash. Why are so serious? <laughs> What's going to mess Why her up? Why are so serious? That's so sad. <laughs> you know, serial killers are more likely to have wet the bed. It's serious down the line. That's because that's all the, the documentary. How y'all know so much about serial killers? Oh, we know a lot about serial killers. <laughs> serial killers up. are actually fascinating. Like once I see, once a program comes on, it'd be like John Wayne Gacy. I'd be like, and I'll watch it. I even pulled up to his house when I was in the uh, last time I was in Chicago. I was like, let me go see this house. And uh, I pulled up on it. I was like, wow, this is where he was just killing folks. It was a new house. They rebuilt the house, but that was the, and it was for yeah. sale. For I was sale? Like, Who buying it? For sale. It was like, because it was a brand new house. Somebody had bought it previously, and then they're selling it. And then the the phone number to call a realtor had uh, 666 in the number. I was like, is this uh, shit real? No. Is this real? <laughs> no. I was like, wow. But what was the price, though? Because I'd have been like, how much? The price, so Sabrina looked up the price. It was expensive. It was like... Uh, I want to say it was over a half a million dollars. Now, now mind you, this is this is like uh, a suburb of Chicago. It's not like in the city. Yeah. And so that price was high. I was like, God, for that? It was nice looking, but considering the history of that land, that shit should be discounted, man. Some people pay more. Yeah, I was about to say, please, they, they know people going to be like, this is where John Wayne yeah. Gacy was killing. Yes, let me lick the walls. Like people Would, you, would y'all like take that. that house? Would y'all move in? Not if you Even know, though that house Once you said been, expensive, I'm, I'm out. But no, no, no. Let's say they tore down the original house, but they rebuilt it. It's nice. So, uh, but the price is dope. But that's where John oh, Wayne Gacy killed. If that killed. price is dope, I'm in there. You in there? What about you, Mike? I'm in there. I always say I'm not Catholic, but I will get a Catholic priest to come and bless any house or any haunting. I will go and get a Catholic priest because that's the only one I trust when the cards are down. A Catholic (laughs) priest. So y'all taking it? I'm taking it's free, and I got there's a there's a priest. It's not gonna be free though. It's just gonna be a good deal. I'll buy the house for cheap, and then I'll get the priest in there, and he'll clear everything. I ain't getting no priest. I'm just there. (laughs) I can't do it, man. I, I I wouldn't be able to rest. I'm in there like, all right, cool. This is my house. Now, thanks for killing people. I got the house for cheap. Man, he killed mad dudes in that house and buried them in the crawl space. 
long as I knew the crawl space was clean. Like, if they got everything out of the house. Oh, sure, just, yeah. They, once they got all the bodies out. And they, yeah, can you I'm imagine like, living on that block, prime real estate, when it was going down, and they just oh, pulling man. out body after body, and you on the block like, this dude was across the street the whole time. That's there, crazy. There's plenty it's of places. You don't know what your neighbors is doing. Yeah. Man. You have no idea. There could idea. be serial killers on my block right now. Exactly. No clue. Or mob dumping grounds, places you don't think, and this is where the mob puts their bodies or the gangs put their bodies. You don't even think about it, but you're like, oh, I've been living next to a, a dumping ground forever. Like every time I hear them stories where like somebody was held hostage for like 30 years or whatever, I'd be like, mm. I, like I, I'd be looking around all the time. Like, I wonder if somebody got somebody locked up in the attic right now. Right now. Or in the back <laughs> right room. Now. Like, I, I, you know, I don't know. You know your neighbor that's mad cool with the fireworks on the Fourth of July. What if he nah, got a he whole ain't mad person? Cool. He's insane. He might have. A <laughs> He's in, we're cool with him because we don't want him to chop up our bodies. <laughs> He's insane. Like he's that's the type like he don't have no phones. Like the government's watching me, man. Like he's that guy. Guns, all that. Like I'm on his side just in case some shit jump off, and he have my back. He's insane. People don't re- realize the value of uh, the movie I watched last night was The Intruder with uh, Megan Good and Dennis Quaid. That movie. And I was like, go ahead. I'm gonna let you finish. Go ahead. I was like, when you when you're dealing with a person that's mentally unstable, it's risky to roll up and be like, "Stay the fuck away from my house. I'm gonna just serve you up." It's risky to come at a crazy person like that because they're crazy. Yeah. So it's almost like. You know, you you want to swell up, but when they're crazy, they're not really scared of the swell up. So it's just like you might just elevate the murderousness. So it's just like, oh, it's a it's a tough tightrope. It's a tough tightrope to walk when you got to swell up on a crazy person. That's why it's good to get them on your side if you can. Yeah, like I just thought it'd be nice to him because he's nuts. He already like he already went to prison before for putting bombs in his ex wife's house. He had lined the walls up with bombs. That's why he was excited on the 4th of July. Yes. He does the explosives. He's a, he's a psycho. <laughs> so I'll be like, all right, let me just, you know, do my neighborly thing. Mm-hmm. But Intruder, though, that movie made me so mad. The ending mm-hmm. was dope. I love the ending. Yeah. But the movie was making me mad because I felt like Megan Good was too airheaded. And not only airheaded, disrespectful, because I get it. Like when they did the backstory on why they had their little beef, I get it. He was wrong. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But you don't let like you invite people into your house. You, you like you don't like all that. That's just that's just like common sense. One on one. You don't have. I remember I used to do cut codes, sell knives. You know, I mean, do that. You go in the house, you do that. Women never let me in the house until their husband got home. And I was a kid. But just out of respect, just out of the thing, you know, I'm 18 or whatever. They was like, my husband ain't home right now. You know, you mind waiting outside? I'm like, no, not at all. Because that's how I grew up. Like, you don't be mm-hmm. just letting dudes in your house. Like, it's just, she was doing stuff like that, having for dinner, drinking with him. Of course he got, and she fine. Of course he got obsessed. He's a nutcase. And she was thinking, oh, it's no big deal. He's just cutting. No. Like she was pissing me off until the end. And then she got hardcore. I was like, All right. <laughs> that's that's what that was the biggest issue. It was like, yo, your husband, your husband out the gate 
didn't didn't really wasn't really vibing with this dude out the yeah. gate when they first met him. And I, I see her feeling sorry for him. Oh, his wife passed. You know, I, I get that. Yeah. But once your husband is like, yo, man, this dude can't just be popping up like this. Then that's when the wife should be like, you right. We a yeah, team. You can't just be popping up him. like this. And she kept disrespecting she kept, him. This ain't got nothing to do with the infidelity yeah. in the past. This is a different dynamic. Yeah. Just this dude, and it wasn't even like Michael Ely was jealous. It was just like no. this dude is unstable. Exactly. He should have been left. They told they told him like, have a good time in Florida, like three times, meaning get your ass out of yeah. here. Especially when the house, we paid $3.3 million for this house. It's not your house anymore, bro. Yeah. We just paid $3.3 million. She was she was pissing me off. Like I, I wasn't mad at her for the for the grilling him when he came in late because she got a she got a reason for that. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Wasn't that's separate from the stuff. fact. Wasn't mad at none of that stuff. Her her leniency, right. but but that's the the, the flat out oh. disrespect. I was like, <laughs> it was pissing me off. Like I said, until the end, her line at the end was dope. When he when he was oh, still yeah. alive, and she was like. My husband just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that movie old now. I'd be like, when movies <laughs> is old, I don't count it no more. It ain't that old. It's about two years. No, it came out last summer. <sighs> All right. <laughs> and Maya hasn't seen the movie because it's, yeah, it's a normal movie. It's a normal movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it's good, I'll watch it. I watch I watch studio movies all the time. I love a good a good shitty movie like The Expendables. I love The Expendables. No, but those are <laughs> those are supposed to be tra- those are flat out just trash. If you go into it, no one knows the trash is going to be over the top explosives, whatever. Like Fast and Furious keep making movies. I won't go see them because I'm just over it. But if I did, I would know this is going to be ridiculous. Hobbs and no, Shaw was good. Those are easy to watch because they're going to be ridiculous. Yeah, I love those. And you know they're going to be ridiculous. But on a regular movie tip, like this is a regular movie. We mm-hmm. watched Daniel Isn't Real. I thought that was amazing. But that was that's also like See? psychedelic Nobody stuff. Nobody ever heard of this. Nobody uh, ever heard of Daniel Maya, Isn't Real. Maya just gets high as hell and then be like, let's watch the weirdest shit we can. Daniel Isn't Real? I ain't never I heard never of I've never heard of that. Daniel Isn't Real is an incredible movie. I guarantee you I bet you it's not. I guarantee it's, you. It's, it's Lovecraftian kind of horror. It's uh, like... It's like this guy has an imaginary friend, and then, and then it goes on. Is it a demon or is it an imaginary friend? It's like one of those things that make you think, like, oh man. Next time my kid comes up and says they got an imaginary friend, am I gonna, am I gonna be like, no, and go get the priest, or am I gonna humor him? You know, might just be looking for reasons to get the priest. I think you want to be Catholic. <laughs> How do I get the priest? No, you just bring Damn. the priest in if you have to get a demon out of the house. Trust a priest. I would never trust a Protestant minister to get no a demon out of my house. I around my kids. Kids don't have to be <laughs> right. there. I ain't bringing none of them around my the kids. Kids can't be home because they'll be like, oh, yeah, where are your the- children? We got to baptize <laughs> them. Like, hey, look out, bro. Mm. That's why I like Catholic. Rap. Father O'Flanagan. <laughs> I, I'm, Father not a, O'Flanagan. I'm not a fan of religion, man. I'm not a fan of religion. I love God. I believe wholeheartedly. But religion, I'm... Suspect McGee. I'm, I'm I'm not a fan of how people react to it, and how people act on it, and how people like the loyalty they have. Mm-hmm. Like if people wrong is wrong, 
Like the hell with the loyalty to the, you know, like, well, the, the pastor said the pastor is touching booty holes. Like, that's not mm-hmm. right. Uh, like, I don't understand the loyalty people have to it. Like, I had to, I had to make a correction when I said I hate Zodiac signs. I don't hate the Zodiac. I hate how people just base everything they do off it. I'm like, what are you doing? Right. Like, that's just right. ridiculous. <laughs> I got to defend a religion because it. I'm not particularly religious, but it does help a lot of people understand no, right it does. from wrong. Some people, oh, it does respect- very good for a lot of people. Yeah. They're right, yeah. But then you have absolutely. those extremists or the people, and it's just like, yo, stop. Those guy, those guidelines and like, I, I really feel like religion is like a blueprint to to do good by people and stuff like that and your own life. I like that aspect of it, but just in terms of one religion is better than another and like, you know, uh, it's too many human hands at play on, exactly. you know, what's being written with religion. And I don't trust that. It's just even, like, uh, even what's being taught within religion, it's still some some person. Right. And I don't tr- I don't trust that person like that. Yeah. I'm not going to blindly trust any man. That's ridiculous. And some people blindly trust their pastor or priest or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's just ridiculous. And it's just a lot of marriages are messed up over that because you got some wife be like, well, pastor said, I don't give a damn what that pastor. I'm your <laughs> husband. I don't give right. a damn what that pastor said. Like we are in this and that, that messes up a lot of people's relationship. Listen to their pastor over their husband and uh, like all that stuff, all the, that stuff that goes in religions is stuff I hate. I'm just like, and the pastor is only human, man. The pastor is only human. Just now, the pastor dude. was like, this is what you need to do with your marriage. And then he floated off into the sky and be like, all right, he might know what he's talking about. Yeah. But until he do that, I'm like, nah, man. Then what's I'm the difference? The, dude. Well, I was I'm say, what's the difference the, between trusting a pastor and a marriage counselor then? I don't, I don't I really, put, I'm not no, a marriage counselor guy either. either. Yeah. But I do feel like a third party can be beneficial yeah. when you're going through things as a couple because a lot of times you don't listen to each other or you got beef. Or it, it's Sometimes you need a third party that's not... A t- but but I feel like a marriage counselor is different than a pastor because the pastor has other motives in mind rather than just fixing the marriage. It's like, yeah, I'm a pastor, but I still got to throw in the church and all of this. A marriage counselor is just like, let's work on this marriage. But they take sides. Sometimes they take sides. Yeah. Well, it's natural because they're human. But how do you know marriage counselors take sides? People have complained just in in talking that this person, you know, took his side. If one partner is better at manipulating others or, you know, more diplomatic, then they'll Mm -hmm. say, oh, this this is the good partner and this is the, you know. So it, it really depends if you get a good marriage counselor and you get a good pastor or you get a bad marriage counselor and a bad pastor, it's all over. But let's yeah, be real. Sometimes, own. sometimes you gotta take sides. Yeah, I sometimes mean, in a marriage, if somebody, wrong. yeah, some if somebody's toxic, wrong. yeah, some some people are just flat wrong, toxic, but, whatever. And sometimes, even as a counselor, you're like, look, you on some bullshit over here. Yeah, it's not always what you can see though, because some people are better at representing themselves and being manipulative, and that's not what's going on at home. Mm-hmm. So, I That's mean, facts. it's hard to tell. You got to you got to see like, oh, is this person the good one or are they manipulating me right now? Are they just mm-hmm. better at talking? The gift of gabbery. Yeah. I was watching this movie Waco. Waco is like a series that oh, came yeah, out I saw a few that. years I ago. Watch I watched it and it was just like people were so devoted to uh, what's his name? David Crash. 
David Koresh, it was just like the whole the whole standoff was just like. Just go out, just go out there. It was just they were so devoted to him. It was just like we're not leaving you. I was just like, bro. Yeah, the, the blind follow of any human. Just I just don't. I just don't get it. I don't get. They're just a person. They're j- literally just it's celebrities. How people just how people react with celebrities. It's just a person that's talented mm-hmm. at some shit. But that's that's it. I- I get why people do it. I just don't do it. But I see when you're a lost soul, you 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 latch on to anybody that you can. If a person comes at the right time, saying the right stuff, you just like oh this. But for me personally, I'm like nah, I'm good. Yeah. But I I get why. No, it no, I can I can understand why it happens. I just yeah. be like hell no, like that's oh no no. Mm. Like I can step out of myself and understand most things, like why yeah. that occurs. But I still be like, but that's stupid. Mm-hmm. Like I, I get drug addicts. It's stupid as hell, but I get it. I understand how it could happen. You need an escape. You going through things, whatever, right. whatever. But I'm looking at it from a logical standpoint. Like I've seen what crack does. Why the hell would I try that? Mm-hmm. Like the first batch of crack, right? The first wave of people when they got hooked and they didn't know what it was. I get it, right? But that when that second wave came, you look look around the neighborhood. Look at everybody. Right. Why are you doing this? That's what Don't you want to do in on? this. Yeah. Don't do this. I definitely yeah. see like that first batch. That was that probably first like batch, they didn't why know. not? Yeah. <laughs> why not, guy? So yeah, next thing you know. They didn't know. But it was new. It was new. Yeah. But after that, it's like after a while, because crack went on for a while. When you if you it came did. in, if you came in year five, you're just an idiot. Like, right. what are you doing? I'm telling you, you got to try this. I, no, I, I can look at you and say that I don't. I don't want to do that. That's I'm good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what's up Brown with these questions? <laughs> we have questions from the audience. The first one is from Marie Mullane. I think I pronounced that right. She also had a lot of good advice on potty training. But she asks, do men say something to their friend if they feel they are not doing enough as a father or husband? Yes. You'll check your friend. Yeah, my real friends, yeah. Especially if they on the bullshit. Especially if they complain to me. Oh, man, she don't be like, I'll be like, nigga, you just, like, like you can't come with the, because dudes do that a lot. Like, dudes, I'm at, I'm at a point in my life now where a lot of my friends are married or fathers or whatever, because that's just where we are now. And when I hear some of them be like, you know, she, 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 I'd be like, what did you do, though? Did you... You know, make sure that you're because in a lot of times the communication is so bad. It's like I told her, did you, though? Did you explain to her how you really feel or did you give? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, a lot of times people think they said something and they didn't. And then it's a whole thing. And if I see like I, none of my friends are ter- I wouldn't associate, honestly, with like a deadbeat or a trash father. I don't, I don't roll with that. But on the husband tip. And I, I will tell the truth. I'd be like, man, it sounds to me like, you know, X, Y, Z, because a lot of people don't want to, you know, point the finger at themselves. So if you, if I feel like you're slacking, I, I'll say something. Tony I Baker? Def, I definitely yeah, yeah, say something. Tony, so. Tony, <laughs> Tony will pull it. up on a stranger. <laughs> Tony would be some guy I'm on different. the street. You just hear argument in the restaurant. Well, it sounds to me like, sir, shut your ass up. Well, I just said it was. <laughs> oh, man, I definitely would, man. And then, like, you know, it's like 
when I talk to people, even on the relationship tip, it's just like, I'll be wanting to hear the other side of the story. Like, it's just like, you know, uh, <laughs> anytime they say, well, yeah, you know what I'm saying? She she only likes this. I'll be like, 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 with, uh, like with Chaz in our group chat, when he, when he says something about, yo, his wife, I'll be like, I want to hear her side of it. Instead, because you know, dudes, dudes, we be thinking, oh yeah, 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 you know, she she loves it, and then you ask her, you're like, ah, I get, it's kind of annoying, <laughs> and you, you get the full scoop. So I always like to ask the woman too, yeah. like well, at one time, because Chad's be in the group chat, oh the baby man, she crying so much, she crying, uh, she crying, and then I asked yo, I was like, is she that best? No, I was just like. But we didn't even have to ask, yo. We heard that cry, and we were like, Chad, shut your ass up. Yeah, I was just like, I was just like, this cry is soft. And then I double-checked and asked yo, and her reaction was just like, no, it's not that bad. I was like, this nigga right here. <laughs> so I was always yeah. good. But I'm definitely, to answer that question, yes, absolutely. I'm definitely doing it. Just because, like, I can't, I can't let... I can't let you be out here thinking you doing everything right. You nah, know? man. That's just it's not it's not benefiting anybody. Yourself, your surrounding. Plus, I don't like hearing it. Like, especially if I know you're wrong. My my boys be complaining about their marriage, but it's like it's all them. I'd be like, man. Yeah, you know you were looking. Why would you do that? And I I I, I would want to be checked the same way. Like yeah. if I'm fucking up, throw me on the grill. So it's like, you know, uh definitely saying something though. Okay, well, that's good to know. We have a question by from David Europe. He asks, at what age did you guys start talking, talking talking to your kids seriously? I don't subscribe to the but they're just kids line. If my son, age five, said it, then that's how he's feeling at the time. Thoughts? Wait, what now? What? I'm confused so the, on the question. The question uh, is, at what to- at what age did you start talking to your kids seriously, like they're adults, rather than just like they're kids, and listening to what they have to say seriously and taking their opinions and not just dismissing them as, oh, he's a child, he doesn't know, but saying, oh, he mm. said this to me, he knows what he feels. Oh, I've always done that. I've always, I've always given them the respect as kids, even though I'm the father, you know, you know, I say goes, all that, but as far as... You know, how you, what What do you... With Keelan, like I said, it was harder because his communication was trash. But now, I'd be like, you know, if he's down, I'd be like, well, why, why are you upset? You know, why are you... You know, what's going on? And I ask him, whatever. And they, they talk to me pretty chill. Like, they express themselves. They tell me stuff. And their, their demeanors, because I try to be calm, their demeanor is, is like... I mean, Keelan can get worked up and then he can't talk. And I'd be like, calm down. You know, relax. Let's do it. But... You know, if you do something nine times ten, if I, even if I'm upset with them and they do something, I'm like, man, come on, man. Oh, my bad, Dad. Sorry. And then, like, if I mess up, I'm like, my bad. But they're they're so like they're so nice. Like, to, I messed up on his homework today, and I was like, oh, my fault. He's like, it's okay, Dad. It's not a big deal. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. But we talk. We just talk. I never believed in baby talk. I never believed in none of that stupid oh, stuff. And yeah. nah, we just talk. Like, I just talk to them, and they talk back, and it's it's legit. Hmm. Um, I've always, in my eyes, I've always, you know, talked to the boys and listened to them too. Like, you know, we be having our disagreements, but it's not like, you know, uh, serious or anything like that. And then even when they got older, they started getting older and it was just like, I was always interested in 
you know, tell me about your friends at school. What what girl you like? You know, I, I would always open that window and that door of just like communication. Who you like right now? And they'll tell me, hey, I like this one girl, you know, and uh, I ain't feeling her no more. So I always wanted that comfort level. And then when they got older, older, it was just like, do y'all be cussing? And then it was like, you know, uh, yeah, you know, oh, oh. so and when <laughs> when I found out that they were, it wasn't like I was like tripping or anything like that. It was just like, oh, because I because I always want them to be able to, you know, communicate with me and feel that they can come to me for anything. And so it's just like, all right, you know, and sometimes sometimes you have to be like, all right, that was stupid or you, you yeah. got to do better. But like, uh, but I always want them to know that they can talk to me or whatever. And when they, whenever they do roll up with, with questions or advice, I'll be like, oh, okay, you know. And that comes from just listening more so than, than parenting. Because, yeah. you know, if this is too much parenting, you'd be like, I ain't going to tell dad, man. I got to hit the third degree. Or like, you know, uh, mom might trip if I say this. And I always yeah. want to, I always try to minimize that. So they can communicate with us. One thing I can say that I am actually really good at is uh, I, I I like to make sure they understand why. Like I feel like when we were growing up, mm-hmm. your parents just told you stuff and you never knew why. Like you knew because right. I said so or because you know you don't pay no bills or it's like. So every time I tell them something, I'm like, "Do you understand what what I mean? Like why I'm saying mm-hmm. this? Like do you understand what?" The reason why I don't want you to do this or whatever. So they, they don't just think I'm being a tight ass or I'm being mm-hmm. like annoying. Like, this is why I'm doing this. So you can do this or, you know, whatever. And he'd be like, oh, okay, dad. All right. Like, yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not trying to be no overseer. Like, if I got it, when, when I have to pull rank, I do. When I need to, sh- you know, shut it down. But for the most part, I'm like, I just want you to know that I'm here and I'm guiding you. I'm not trying to right. make you, I'm guiding you to through life mm-hmm. i'm not you're not gonna do this because i want you to do this like i'm just here to make sure you stay somewhere in between these lines on your right. way to whatever it is that you do mm-hmm. one thing i ain't gonna take is disrespect no not at all you ain't gonna be talking to me crazy or cussing at me that that like if you mad you telling me a story you cuss within that story I'm like oh man you know what I'm saying but if you cussing at me like the kids do in these shows yeah you're a dick dad nah that's it square up I don't even take that now, Kendrick's too and he knows he can't say no <laughs> oh yeah it's he knows that out out the soon gate. they come out the womb man don't talk to me crazy they're not even yeah, talking yet but hey don't be yelling at me. I'd be like, come here. No, what? I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm not doing that. I'm setting that tone real early. Because I'll be seeing that. that. That's that's one of my pet peeves as Mm -hmm. a a parent looking at other parents. The way people talk to their kids, the kids talk to them, I'll be like. Nope. Can't do it. Because I I talk to them respectfully. I want the same thing in return. And so, and, and that's just how I feel that parents should be talked to in general. Unless they're just like shitty, abusive parents, but like the, yeah. the, the average parent, you should hold them in a different category than how you talk to other people. Because I they, still they, they don't feel you. comfortable cussing around my mom. I, I, I'm not doing it. That's just not an I option just, for me. I just don't. Like if I'm telling a story, and even when I tell the story, I like soften it just because this is a how I'd be like, and then he said, you know. it's like it's weird now i will say with my dad it is different me and my brothers Mm -hmm. i think i don't know if it's because it's all boys or because my dad is more 
he's more hood than my mom too. Like even though they're from mm-hmm. the same neighborhood, and my mom can't turn up, but she's pretty chill. But right. my dad is just more like just ah nigga, you know. Like we talk, we just talk different. It's still definitely the respect factor. Like you know what I mean. Right. We still catch ourselves, whatever. But the conversation's just different. But my mom is just like ah. Yeah, I'm definitely. Like, it's certain jokes. If my mom's in the crowd, I'd be like, ah. Yeah, man. I don't know if I want to do this. <laughs> yep. My dad, I'll do any joke under the sun. But my mom, I'd be like, ah. My, both my parents are not cussing. So it's just like either. Because one of the compliments they gave me, my dad and my stepmom, was just like, you know what I liked about you? You was, you was clean. And I was just like. Okay. <laughs> Cause she they came to see me, they came to see me twice. They came to see me one time at uh at Riddle's Comedy Club, and then they came to see me on the Real Comedians Tour. The Real Comedians Tour, we were all clean. Yeah, yeah. We were yeah, in a yeah. church, so it was super clean then. And she, you know, she said that and I was just like, you know, <laughs> they catch me in the comedy store, it might be a different right. thing. But even if I knew they was there at the comedy store, I'm going to clean it up. Just cause yeah, I just, I can't. They right there. And I'm just like. I'm like, ah, damn it. Mm-hmm. You can do one more. You want to do another question? Yeah, we can do one more. All right, this one, this one might uh, be somewhat in-depth, so it might take us a little over time, but here it goes. Will we Ham- already over time. Okay. Will Hammond Jr., says he wants to hear more about Tony's threesome, LOL. Also, <laughs> also, what do you guys think about open relationships? Yes or not? Nah? Um, for me, well, the threesome conversation, that, that could be, we could say that for another episode because we already over an hour. But the open relationship, um, for me personally, I can't do it uh, for the simple fact that one of the major reasons is just the unsanitary factor of it all. Um, you know, with an open relationship, it's, it's so many different people involved that, you know, you, you run the risk of, you know, catching something. That, that's a major thing. It's like, all right, it's too much going on. Um, so, no. Nah, and then if it's too open, you might as well not even be in a relationship. If it's too open, you know what I mean? If it's like that, it's like, why are you even in a relationship? You might as well just be single still. So that's my take on an open relationship. Yeah, I agree with Tony. And I'm more of a, uh, it's not so much the, I don't trust the other person. Mm -hmm. Like not, what if this other person gets obsessed or they get like, they start tripping or they, you know, I just don't, I don't like involving other people with, a family dynamic. Mm-hmm. Like, so, and that's separate from, you know, a threesome on the one time or once it's like right. a regular occurrence and you start involving more people into your life. I don't, I don't want that. So like, that's a lot the, of energy. Yeah. So on the full open, I couldn't do it just cause it's like, that's too much, but just uh, on vacation, when in Rome, Oh, y'all look cute, whatever, whatever. That's, you know, Hey, but on the full on open, <laughs> on the full on open, nah. And it's not cheating; it's open. You have the consent of right, your yeah, wife. Right, to yeah, do yeah, 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 yeah. So I just couldn't. It's I don't open, trust but it's people. just. It's a lot. That's a yeah, lot to deal with. It's a with. lot going on. It's a lot. Yeah, I mean, even with the threesome tips, if yo, you know, everybody, you know, be saying they down, but like the aftermath is when you find out the real. 
mm-hmm. who was really, you know, who was really with it and who wasn't that comfortable, how crazy the other person get, you know what I mean? It'd be like, ah. <laughs> it's a lot of factors. But again, you know, hey, when in Rome, but. There's a really interesting documentary that some kid uh, lady did about her parents. And they, it was two couples that decided they wanted to have a, a marriage of four people. And it worked out for a while. For a while, it worked out. But then at the end, this the the pretty lady and the rich husband got married. And then the other two had to get married. And it was just heartache all around. They didn't have to get married. They, they decided that. Yeah. They just swapped spouses. It just took them 10 years. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really interesting. It's this daughter going in and being like, so... What was it like? And it's like the 60 year old mom being like, yeah, the orgies were this. And I'm like, how do you make that movie? How are you talking to your mom about that? I mean, they, they're human. Even she though they parents, she even though they're your parents, it it's like, you know, you feel me in on the scoop. <laughs> it was the 60s. The, full scoop. the yeah, 60s, man. She grew up in it and, you know, it was different. Open, I can't do though. But the, you know, Hey, to each his own. I'm not knocking anybody who do it, though, if it works for you. With any oh, yeah. relationship, relationship, I'm like, if it works for you, how can you be mad? Do you know ahead. any it friends? Works for you. Do you have any friends uh, that it did work for that you know people say, yeah, oh, they're in a relationship? My, my, my friends in circles and they, everything. We, I, I know the polygamists. I know the the open relationships. I know the, the swingers. I know it's a, it's a vast variety of people and when you do i think i think what happens too when you do what we do for a living and we talk so openly people feel very comfortable sharing things with you because we put our lives out there so i hear a lot of stuff first from first person because i didn't say something on stage or whatever and then people come to me was like well you know actually Mm -hmm. you know yada 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 and then my friends obviously you know you talk with your friends but I think people feel very open with comedians and you, we find out a lot of stuff because, you know, of how, how open we are. I got, a good friend that's in, I got a good friend that's in an open relationship now and it seems to be going well. I mean, yeah. it's still thriving. I think I know you're but, talking about. But it's like, yeah. at the same time, like, nah, that's, that's, that's too much energy. Yeah. Like, so to me, you know, knowing somebody Personally, it's just like, man, that that ain't. Yeah. It lets me know even further. That's not for me. Like, yeah. nah, nah. And it sounds like too, like when you talk to uh, people about it, it sounded like they had to get to that point too, mm-hmm. because either either somebody. I feel like most stories I hear when it comes to those, somebody kind of gave in. Like they wasn't all somebody the way conceded with it. a little, yeah, yeah. They wasn't all they wasn't all the way with it, but they were just like, well, you know, I we can try this, and I, I yeah. want to be with you, and I understand you being honest with me, so I respect that. Mm-hmm. And but it's, it always seems like somebody kind of was like, all right, I'll meet you where you at because I want to be right. with you, but I don't know if this is hundred percent for me. And then you know, like, so. You know, but whatever works for you, whatever, whatever works for you. And don't put pressure on your spouse. Speaking of the, the you know, coming to the side, a lot of people be like, well, this is who I'm going to be. This is what I'm going to do. You got to get with it. And obviously the people have an option to dip out. You right. Know, but I feel like some people do pressure, even when it comes to the threesomes, like, you know, people pressure like, well, you got to do this. And it's like, let them come to you. 
Let them. Because then they going to come in with the wrong energy. Like, yeah. All right. And, you know, it's just. Let them come to you and, you know, yada, yada. Yeah, man. All right. That's it, y'all. We did yeah, an hour and eight minutes up in this thing, man. Thank you for tuning <laughs> in to another episode of Daddy Issues. If you have any questions for us, ask us in the comment section on the YouTube page, and we'll tackle them on the show. I want to do an episode where it's just all questions from the audience, and we just really, really, uh, you know, dig in on the questions. So please keep the questions coming. Um, uh, no shows coming up. Nope. I do my movie nights on my live. Uh, I got to tap into one. I dipped in like two of them real quick. And came I out. saw you in The Last Dragon real quick. Yeah. Uh, oh, Keon. And then, uh, so, and the, and the movie movie nights have been going well. It was like 1,500 people in there yeah, for the intruder. So, yeah, they be cracking. So, I uh, appreciate y'all for tuning in to those. Um, and I'll keep the con- content flowing. What you got going, Keon? Yeah, same thing. Content. Uh, and then the specials out. And thank you, everybody who keeps keeps getting it. Appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, that's it. I'm here. I think I'm going to start going live more. People seem to enjoy that. Probably yeah, probably live. do more stuff with Cotty, too, on the live tip. Or People just, love uh, Cotty, man. Yeah, so I'll probably start doing more stuff with her. Um, and we be having fun doing it. I mean, it's not like it's one of those things where I'm like, all right. Like, we be having fun. So yeah. involve her in more things. And uh, that's about it. Yeah, man. Y'all stay safe out here. Stay in the house. You know, go out when you need to. Um, yeah, just stay safe out here, guys. Even if you think the, the virus is a hoax, just just play it safe anyway. Just, just stay in the house. Ain't nothing. We ain't missing nothing nope. outside of work. I'm going to the store today because it's single day mile. I got to get that stuff for the grill. Yeah, hey, I, I got to go to the store to get another cord because the stupid cats. Anyway, all right, y'all. All right. We out here.